episode eight. It's lit. <laughs> I'm Jackie. And I'm Alex. And this is the Real Time Relationship Podcast. Girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm going to laugh at your laugh all podcasts just because they were grounding you up earlier. Listen. Episode eight, we here, we back. Communication 102. 102. Part two. Yeah. This is the second class we give in on this topic. Mm-hmm. Because it's a huge topic. It's a super important topic. Don't sit in the back and ignore or talk to your friends. Be studious. Sit up front. We got something for y'all today. <laughs> Take notes. You're in a privileged, privileged position to learn a thing or two. <laughs> All right. Communication, like we said, it's a huge topic. It's super important. And it's really, it can really make or break a relationship. Um, you know what I think is very important during communication? What? Posture. Body language. Yes. Okay. How do you like my posture right now? You you are, yeah, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> you lounge like somebody about to paint the picture of you. I need you to get right. <laughs> Don't make fun of me and my workout. No, nah, I'm just saying like the posture, no, it's very important. The body language, for real. You're right. Posture and body language is. You always talk about posture and body language. Yo, if somebody give me piss poor posture or body language talking, I'd be like, I'd be like, yo, I'm, do you want to just talk next year? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> what? Next year though. Yeah. <laughs> act like you want to. Act like you want to be here. Um, that's true, and I think it's something that I know for me, like I'm not always aware of because. You know when you get an attitude, you just have your attitude and you're not even really checking yourself. Your blinks start moving slow and everything. <laughs> I promise you, when I get an attitude, my body language says it very loud and clear. Like, you're right, I get the slow blink, the dead stare. And then you give me the Karen lips. That don't give me the Karen yes, you lips. Do. Stop. <laughs> you, be, you be like, it is what it is. Oh my god, I wish that was on video just now. <laughs> Give me the camera lips. Yes. Um body language is also very telling. Um it'll let you know like exactly what you said. If a person actually wants to talk about you, if they're listening to you, if they're paying attention, um, if they even want to be there. So yeah, that's a that's a important one. You wanna make sure, um, despite what your mood is, especially when you're in a relationship. It's all about overcoming the things that um, are natural to you. The things that just come as second nature. You, a lot of times, those things are... Overcoming the things that are what? That just um, are natural to you or come as second nature because... To you. Right. It's really easy for you to... Um, for someone to just be stuck in their habits. Like I said, for me, when I get an attitude, you know, I can just get into that that mode where, you know my whole body language changes and I kind of want to, because my body is used to my normal reaction, which is checking out. Mm-hmm. So I might still be listening to you, but my body is, is giving you all different kind of vibes. Like, yeah, nah, I'm not really here for this. Word, word, word. So checking yourself in the moment, making sure that you're still being attentive, not just, you know, by listening, but showing that person with your facial expressions and stuff that you're, that you still care. Absolutely. It's hard to do. It takes um awareness. Because your body language is not for you. Right. Your body language is for us. Yeah, and you it's don't for your, see yourself. It's for your partner as well. Because you can even say, um, I'm listening to you. But 
um, if your partner or someone is high maintenance and they may be looking at you like, yo, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like you care. The way I'm looking at you and whatever you show me, it doesn't feel like you care about what I'm saying. So, so therefore you can say you listen to me all, all you want. It doesn't feel like it. Right. And like, I'm sitting here trying to express myself and you sitting there with the, with the, you know what I mean? With the, with the, with the struggle shoulders. Mm-hmm. So, so therefore I'm like, this feels pointless to me. Mm-hmm. And you, you, I mean, you or I or anyone may not even want to continue the, the conversation all, all due to the piss poor body language. Yeah. That can end the conversation right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, good point, baby. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about some, let's talk about language. Something we don't do at Come all. On. So, oh. so we don't do at all um is curse like we don't curse at all we try not to we don't curse uh, especially very, at very, each other we don't yeah we don't curse at each other at all mm-hmm. um but i know before i had a potty mouth um i can't even picture you with a potty mouth oh anybody who knew me before <laughs> crazy yeah no i used to curse a lot um yeah but one hundred percent cleaned up the language. I don't curse anymore. Mm-hmm. I curse sometimes, like in my head or when I'm driving. Yeah, <laughs> but that's it. We don't curse in conversation with each other or with other people. Um, and we bring that up because when you don't curse in your regular conversation, you won't curse when you're having a disagreement or some kind of you know, conversation or exchange, especially when you get emotional. I know for me, like cursing, when I used to curse and we would have normal conversation, cursing wouldn't affect me. But as soon as we in an argument, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you cursing? Mm-hmm. You cursing at me now? It takes on a different meaning when you're having an ex- like an emotional exchange with somebody. Um, so we eliminated that period and that just makes for our conversation to go so much smoother. Um, smoother and more so overall respectful. Absolutely. Because a lot of times when you choosing to to um, curse at someone, you you choosing to curse at that person from a from a negative place, from an angry place. Right. And it doesn't even have to be like name calling or anything like that. But just when you use curse words, it just tends to like in, a, in aggressive inflame, manner. Right. It just intends to inflame a conversation. Mm-hmm. It'll just make it, you know. It can just escalate an argument to a place it doesn't need to go just because you're cursing. So um, I would definitely recommend, you know, trying to just eliminate cursing. from Cursing adds fuel to the flame. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you do you feel how do you feel whenever I wouldn't use a curse words? What would you say I I would I would use whenever I would get like very heated or something like that or or just annoyed or frustrated i will say the n-word when i <laughs> uh very rarely yeah you very might rare. say because there has been maybe like three maybe four times max that um i felt like really really passionate about something or annoyed about something and i probably said i probably said the n-word or something else I never, I never used one of one of the one of the heavy hitter curse words. Nah, I've never heard you curse. I heard you curse one time ever, and I was so shocked. <laughs> and that was a mistake too, wasn't that it? Was that a was a mistake. mistake. <laughs> yeah. 
I heard you say it. And I was like, whoa. Or like um, when you showed me like old videos and I've heard you talk, I'm like, who is that? You don't yeah. even curse. <laughs> um, I, you, really, it made you unrecognizable. I was like, I don't know who that is. You don't even curse like that. Yeah. Listening to myself curse and, and, and old stuff just shows that um, I was a completely different person. Yeah. Completely different place. Right. Um, disrespectful. Not caring about what I was saying. Not caring about um, what I was saying, um, how it affected people. Mm-hmm. Not caring about how it made me look either. Mm-hmm. And I even tell people now, like, um, unfortunately, I do still say it in a rude way, but I'd be like, yo, um, expand your vocabulary. Mm-hmm. That's the best you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, the cursing. What's up? Yeah, no, I couldn't imagine. We wouldn't be able to have the conversations we have. If you we know cursed. what? I don't, I'm going to take it to the extreme. I don't think that we would be able to, um, I don't think that we would be able to still be together. If, if we curse in our relationship, I don't think that we would be able to still be together because as I told you, and as I showed you and gave examples, I came from being a, a, a impulsive, um, somebody that was aggressive, aggressive person. So whenever I would curse, I'm I'm a I'm I'm cursing with authority, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm cursing to hurt you, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't play that. Like what I just said, we wouldn't be together. Period. We, we would not. Yeah, so I'm glad that we don't curse at all. Yeah. And it actually makes me, it makes me feel completely different, because um, like I said, we we forced to respect each other. Mm-hmm. You have no choice. It just it just makes it a baseline of respect and, and somewhere we don't you know stoop below that. It 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 also helps you to think before you speak, so you right. have you got you got to slow down. Like even if cursing was to go to, you got to slow down and think about the words that you're about to choose to use. Yeah. In the conversation. I remember um, there's a situation in my last relationship, and we were in a car outside my house. Um, and we were having an argument and it got heated. And I, like I said, I used to have a potty mouth. And so there was just a lot of words being exchanged. And my dad came outside and was like, let me talk to you in the house. And when I got inside, he was like, why would you let somebody talk to you like that? And I was, you know, at the time I was being defensive and I was like, nah, you know, I was cursing too. You know, we were just having a, I don't remember what I said, but my dad said, still you can't have a conversation without talking to each other like that Mm -hmm. you can't have a disagreement without talking to each other like that and at the time I didn't think about it but like after so much time had passed and I look back I that's a moment I reflect on a lot I'm like yo we shouldn't even if we were having a disagreement it didn't have to sound like that Mm -hmm. it didn't have to go like that and one thing I remember my dad said was do I talk to your mom like that and I was like hmm and it just hit me like, nah, you don't, you can have disagreements with someone and not disrespect them or not use words that would make them feel like they have to be defensive or, you know, like this is a hostile situation. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to be mindful of the way you speak to someone, especially someone you care about, because even if it's quote unquote, just the way you talk, it can really change the environment and the tone of the conversation. 
It can. And yeah, just like you said, quote unquote, just the way you talk. If that's just the way you talk, then if you want to be with me, you better switch that up because you used to being rude. You right. used to being disrespectful. You used to being speaking in, a, in an aggressive manner. So yeah, And nah. it's, a, it's a chance to elevate. That's not just the way you talk. That's the way you choose to talk. Right. It's a, it's a chance to elevate um, the quality of the conversation you have. Mm-hmm. Because we don't think so much of it because cursing is just, to a lot of us, just normal. It's just a part of conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just a part of language. It's nothing, um, you know, it's nothing that serious to a lot of people. But to be someone who used to curse so much and to be someone who doesn't curse at all anymore is very different. And like you said, it forces you to be mindful of how you express yourself when you're angry or... Um, you know, any anything, it, it makes you think of your words mm-hmm. and choose to say things that are closer to what you mean instead of whatever just spills out of your mouth. And it also makes you think twice about how this is, how whatever you're about to say is, is um is going to affect the person that uh, that's on the receiving end. Correct. More so. Um, I mentioned tone. Tone is so important. Uh, this is coming from someone who is, um, I have a tendency to be sarcastic a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that can be very detrimental in a relationship because coming from our perspective in a Christian relationship, what we're doing, the whole purpose of this dating is to prepare ourselves to be married. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not, preparing myself in every way I can't expect to be that way as soon as we get married so I had to start looking at myself like all right that sarcasm was funny to me before but it also transfers into serious situations where you know you could mistake it for disrespect and I brought up you know preparing for marriage me specifically anybody but yes you specifically I'm sitting here listening to you like yeah nah I wouldn't do too well you know And and you actually don't do it with me uh, yeah, because I noticed, I think early on, I kind of noticed, like, all right, the sarcasm isn't something I can bring into this relationship because mm-hmm. I can't bring it into the marriage. Um, and I say that because in Christian relationships, we're meant to honor our spouses. As a wife, you're supposed to honor your husband. And mm. that um, really starts with your words. It really starts with your words. So sarcasm is just, you know, it's condescending and you undermine somebody when you're trying to be sarcastic or you know throw something sly or have a second meaning to whatever you're trying to say um it can just be disrespectful mm-hmm. so that's one way tone affects but also like the pitch the range of your voice um i know with me when you're talking to me it's at a certain level of volume like if you start getting loud with me i'm automatically like, whoa who are you talking to and I'll, vice versa yeah i only get loud at- once every four months. You, I can't recall a time when you've been loud. You might. What happens with you is the, the t- literally the tone of your voice changes. Like there's just <laughs> something that drops, and I'm like, whoa, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to? I feel like I, I feel like I get. Uh, I think would would you say I get really pushy as well? Yes, mm-hmm. it's it's more of an aggressive. Yeah. Uh, tone to your voice. I would say, yo, coming from where I came from, I would say it's a cleaned up aggressive manner. 
Yeah, because there's force behind it, but you, I can tell you're still trying to restrain it. I can tell you're still trying to. I'm still trying to respect you. Exactly, it is. It is you still trying to respect me, but I, I know that you're upset mm-hmm. because the voice did change. Yeah. But if you don't have control over that and you just start yelling, mm-hmm. what kind of conversation are we gonna have? We can't have a conversation if you're yelling and I'm yelling. And that's something I learned too. Like, there's no, if you're yelling and I'm yelling, I don't hear anything but the tone of your voice. Mm-hmm. And I might catch some of the stuff you said, but it's only gonna be the negative stuff. Of course, that's typical. That's in any relationship. You cannot really listen to understand if somebody is yelling and you're yelling. Tone of the, tone in the conversation is super important. And it's something that I don't think gets talked about. Like, people don't say, watch your tone while you're talking. Unless you're already having a disagreement and they're talking about watch your tone. And then mm-hmm. you're like, no, you watch your tone. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And nothing gets through. <laughs> I like I like the point that you just made that when, when, when both of y'all riled up, you have the tendency to hear only the negative. Mm-hmm. Only the negative. Yeah. You can hear a whole conversation like, yo, your hair look amazing today, blah, 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 blah. But your lips big. What you mean my lips big? <laughs> <laughs> When things are heated and y'all and and y'all are getting loud, mm-hmm. it really can't go anywhere but up. You yeah. feel me? Unless one of y'all decides, like, yo, we getting too loud, we gotta mm-hmm. table this and and come back later. We haven't had a con I get louder than you because I'm naturally loud. But okay. I haven't been That's like Cause you've heard me get loud. I'm not gonna get on this podcast and say I, I've never been loud. Okay, I've been yeah, loud. Okay. But I am naturally loud. I'll talk to you when we're having regular conversation and get loud. That's okay. just that's just how I talk. Um But when I'm angry, I tend to go the opposite way sometimes too. Like I might get loud for a little while, but then I'll be like <sighs> All right. <laughs> and then the voice gets like I get like this dead tone. I don't even know how to like do it when I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm thinking about the last time when you um caught a toot or whatever, you were getting loud. Why? Um. Oh, dismissive. was that two weeks ago? This yeah, been dismissive. Plan. I was getting loud, but that's my normal loud. Like yeah. that's my normal volume of loudness. Yeah, yeah, but you but were, I was annoyed. You were getting loud, and it, it was it was a point of uh, what I say. I saw a little bit of like aggression because that's when you start talking with the hands and you start. Pound, well, I always start, talk with my you, hands. Yeah, but it's different when you start pounding the other hand like like that. Yeah, you know I mean, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm, that's yeah, that's a. I'm, I'm like yo. That's how it. you know I, I leveled up a little bit. I might start hitting the hands together. Yeah, I'm like yo, I love you. Why are you doing that? Well, um, you were getting on my nerves. But I love you, baby. I love you too. You were getting on my nerves there. <laughs> we can't go anywhere from there. That's why I told you I'll talk to you later. You were really getting on my nerves. I heard you. I'm trying. I've never yelled at you though, like because I don't. I don't yell. Okay. I get loud. My voice gets louder, but I don't yell. Right. I've been in situations where I've had to yell, and that's very rare. Like I'm not a. I don't. My range of emotion doesn't go that high unless something really pushed me. Like. Mm-hmm. I I don't yell. You've never heard me yell. The level of loud you've heard me is my loud when I'm happy loud, my loud when I'm annoyed loud, my mm-hmm. loud when I'm mad. Same yeah. level. We don't allow loud in our, in this relationship. Yeah, nah, we're we're very calm, um, and it's important in communication if you really want to have genuine, clear, um, meaningful communication. You have to be mindful of yourself and how your words, your tone, um, 
your body language comes off to that other person. All of that goes into mm-hmm. whether they're going to get what you want them to get from what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's very important. First, I would, I would say for someone who is sensitive to the people that I love, for you right now, um, I, w- I couldn't even, I couldn't even allow us to be loud. I couldn't allow you to really get loud because I would feel upset to see you upset. Mm. So therefore, I would do anything possible to um, draw everything back, bring us back to an even tone. I would think now, I would think of it like what I said before about it being a thing of honor and respect. Like, I can't see myself really yelling, going off. Because mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, okay, we now, that's that's disrespectful. Because if the shoe, if, if the tables were flipped and you going off on me like that, I'm like, who? are you talking to Mm -hmm. it will be automatic like what is this tone what is this volume we're not doing this who are you talking to maybe not not playing games (laughs) but um the crazy thing is from me coming from where i told you i came from going 100 miles per hour you mean use using all these tactics yeah i feel completely different about that now because i wouldn't want to be rude to you I wouldn't want to, you know, me dishonor you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do anything to that, like that to you. I know, baby. For real. I know. No, no, not that I wouldn't. I won't. Right. Yeah. And and I think that's the thing about a godly relationship as well is certain things like I don't have to tell you that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you wouldn't feel right doing it, even mm-hmm. though it was something you did in the past. It's because now you have that conviction that says that's not how you talk to the person that you're going to be calling your spouse. That's not Christ-like. That's it's not, not leading with love. It's not. What's that Corinthians? First, what is that Corinthians what? First Corinthians what? Don't, don't test me on. Okay. Don't test me on scripture. <laughs> I mean, I know what the scripture say, but I don't know what uh, okay. chapter of verse. Okay. Don't All test right. me on that. <laughs> I want to I say, I want to say Corinthians, First Corinthians 13, 7, but don't quote me. We'll put it in the caption. We'll find out. <laughs> no, but Pete, if you want to say first Corinthians thirteen seven, it may be because remember it's like it's like seven all the way to thirteen or fourteen or something like that. That's why I could be wrong. I could have my numbers mixed up, but yeah. But at but at the end of the day, yeah, just like um, let's use that though because love is what love is like patient, love is kind, all right? That. And um, yeah, I would get that. Either one of us would get that conviction. Yeah. Do you still get it often? The conviction? Mm-hmm. Um, in this particular area of tone, not really because I feel like I watch, like I already watch my tone mm-hmm. when I talk to you. Um, I'll get it more so maybe after the fact. If I said something, I'd be like, if I said something that I didn't mean mm-hmm. or that I didn't think like might be you might take as dishonor or you might take as disrespect like i know a lot of times when the one thing that that you think that you don't like and that i've been coming around to is the um like if you say you're gonna be somewhere at a certain time but like babe you're gonna be here at this time you sure like the the constant like repeating of the you sure you're gonna do it you sure and you don't like that so i get conviction about like stuff like that like stop doing that kind of thing but not I didn't even know if, if if you want to talk about that specific time, I didn't even know that like, 
I didn't even know that 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 equaled out to like dishonor for real, for real. Because I was like, I'm like, I'm 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 trying to figure out like why did that make me feel some kind of way? Like, in a in a worldly way, in a, in a normal sense, I would be like, yeah, you're talking to me like I'm like I'm a little kid. Don't don't do that. Yeah. But in a in a relationship, you know what I mean, sense in a yeah in a relationship sense, I'm like, yeah, that's not honor. And, and that's why I don't receive it. And that's how I thought about it as well. Like, don't talk to your man like a child. Mm-hmm. And then that made me feel convicted. Like, that's not honoring the man that he is. You're talking to him like a child. So mm-hmm. that's where the conviction kicked in. But as far as, like, tone and other things, mm-hmm. not really. Anywhere else? Um, nothing that I can think of on the spot. <laughs> about um you going to God first in situations um yes but you know what happens with me usually is like we'll have a conversation and then I'll have to go to God after because I have to ask him God I feel some type of way about this I need you to check my heart so that I'm not trying to make the whole thing about you and what you did Mm -hmm. but instead like show me where I was wrong show me if there was something I need to fix show me if there's something in me that Maybe I'm taking too seriously or maybe, you know, I'm taking it personally or whatever the case may be. Like, show me my part in whatever just went wrong. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times you He's have so communication. <laughs> He's so fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot of times when you're communicating with someone, you already know your side. So you just kind of already feel like inherently like I'm right. Mm-hmm. So if I when I'm hearing your side. All I'm doing a lot of the times is picking out what I think is wrong about what you said. I'm mm-hmm. not acknowledging really what you said that was right or truthful or whatever. Maybe how you felt. I'm not really checking for that. I'm just pulling out, you know, poking the holes in it. Like, nah, nah, not this, not that. Because I don't agree with what I think. Mm-hmm. But um, going to God really helps me. One, to calm down, to kind of step away from if if the situation brought any heat or any emotion with it. Um to, to to kind of breathe again and then reflect on what happened. And it's necessary because when I come back to you, I need to come back to you with the peace and the clarity and, you know, a new understanding so that if we if need be, we can clarify anything that didn't get clarified in the first conversation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's how it goes. Like when we have a conversation about something, we usually don't just have it once. Mm-hmm. It'll be the first time and then more clarity will come, we'll go to God, we'll come back, like, oh, you know, and this too. Or even just to say, you know what, I really heard you. I feel that I'm going to change this, whatever the case may be. But going to God is necessary in communication as well. When you want to have that kind of relationship, godly relationship, you have to involve God in every aspect. And that means in your conversations, in your arguments, in your disagreements, and know that, you know, God is impartial. If you're wrong, he's going to convict you. Yeah. Don't just think he's going to take your side because he loves you. Nah. <laughs> I could dig that. I could definitely dig that. That's something new to me, going to God first. Mm-hmm. Or even just going to God at all. Mm-hmm. That's new to me. Um, if you recall, I had to do that a couple times in our relationship during, you know, tough tough uh, conversations or whatever we, we may have had. Mm-hmm. What? What you want to say? No, I'm thinking of the time I said we were having a conversation. I had realized like that was a pattern for you. Like we'll have a conversation and it might not go right the first time. And then when you come back 
to me. You'd be like, yeah, so I went into prayer, meditation, and I was talking to God. Listen, that's new And you new did to that me, so son. many times, though, that one time we had a conversation. I was like, all right, well, you need to go to God. And then you got mad at me for telling you to do something that you already do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I told you why I got mad about that, though. No, why? I did. Or maybe you did. I, I did. Just don't remember. Um, I got mad because I was because just like just exactly what, what we just talked about maybe ten minutes ago in the podcast is um when things when things may be a little bit heated in the in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Take and, it the wrong way. And then you say something, you you well, you need to go talk to God about that, then come back and holler at me. Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to? I didn't say it like that though. No, but that that's how I heard it. And I'm like, <laughs> I ain't gonna gotta talk to nobody about nothing. <laughs> You talking to dog? <laughs> yeah, you that... the game discombobulated. <laughs> That's how it is, though. That's really how it is. You be heated in the argument, and I can say something so normal, and you be like, "What you mean? <laughs> what you mean? Go take that trash out? I'm not listening to no woman. What you mean talking to God? I'm talking to God. Yeah. You think we Christian? You think uh, I need to yeah, talk, talk to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I can't handle you myself. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. For real, yo. Um, but yeah, like I said, that's new to me. That's something that I'm working on and I'm practicing on. And um, it's actually working. It's so important. Because it's, it, it is important because it's allowed me to um, go back to the foundation of God's word and how it should be acting, responding, and listening. Right. And, and it's also um, helping me to, to understand your point. Yeah. I Come think God having first. God in your relationship... It gives you that foundation and it gives you a certain set of guiding principles that you don't violate Mm -hmm. and it helps you, you know, stay in line for real. Because like we've both been in worldly relationship with no guidelines and it goes off the rails because you don't have exactly off the rails Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, because you don't have anything to you don't have anything you're using to check yourself. You're just going with whatever feels good. You're just going with whatever makes you feel vindicated. Whatever makes you feel like you won. You said you're going off what? Whatever makes you feel good. No, what you say to do what? You said check yourself. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You don't you have anything. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Come on, bro. You really uh, want to add a little line? <laughs> <laughs> <My bad. laughs> do you think, babe? I'm not, I'm not even bad. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, Hell no, I'm from my mixtape. Oh gosh. <laughs> That's a lie, y'all. I love you, but that's not happening. <laughs> um, yeah, you need to have something to give you some kind of structure in your relationship outside of yourself because you're always going to side with you. It's very rare that you, you're going to, you know, disagree with yourself. Mm-hmm. You have such strong beliefs and opinions and all these things that make you feel like you're right. If you don't have something to measure up against, you're always going to agree with you. And it's very hard to be in a relationship with someone who never thinks they're, uh, who thinks they're always right. Yeah, yeah, facts. At the end of the day, I love how we can always go back and be like, yo, does this line up with the word? Do, mm-hmm. Does this line up with our foundation? Right. If not, it ain't it. And not to pull it out like a card, like, you know what I mean? I think some people try to do that, too. Like, you know, they just try to pull it out like a card. Like, oh, you, you're not you not lining up with God's word right here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of a good example for, like, couples in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, um, 
Dang, I wish I had one on the top of my head, but I don't. Then think of a normal one that's uh not not uh, related to couples and relationships. Uh. Like yo, you said you was gonna be doing this, or you said you about to be switching this, but that that's yeah, I don't see you doing it. And that's that's in the Bible. Blah 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 blah. Take time. Yeah, you you get the point I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, not to use it like that. Don't. I think that's the advice I would give. If you're gonna go to God, go to God about you. And if you're going to go to God about the other person, go to God and say, God, show that person what whatever it is they need to see. Show my spouse, show my partner what it is they need to see. Not, um, you know, show them how I'm right. And da, da, da. No, go to God with a humble heart and say, God, I could be wrong in this situation. Show me where I'm wrong. Show me where I need to change my mind. Show me where I need to change my heart. Help that person understand me, Lord. Help give me the words I need to say to make my, you know, um, opinion, my thoughts, my feelings more clear to them. Help us have a healthy conversation mm. that's respectful, that's loving. Like, Give me some. <laughs> Good job. Go to God, you know, um, humbly and to, to, to have him, you know, help that relationship go further and not just to, you know, come out quote-unquote winning i don't know if we said this in a previous podcast or when we were talking about this but when you're in a relationship communication is a huge part and you don't win an argument you just in relationship y'all both have to win in order for something to be did we yeah because at the the end of the day it's not it's not uh what is it it's not you versus the problem or blah 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 right and how can you be in a relationship with with, with one person and be like yeah i won that that side no because if you won we lost right you feel me because where you have to look at yourselves like a team everything has to come out with you with both of you mm-hmm. winning and if that doesn't mean you know both if, of y'all gonna yeah. get what y'all want but there has to be a baseline where both of y'all have understanding and agreement on facts. some level facts facts this is a we thing so how do you win yeah yeah, yeah. That, that makes no sense. Yo, let's touch on um, let's touch on timing, as far as communication, uh, taking time, how much time allotted. Oh, okay. I want to take time in a different way. Remind me later. But, um, how much time? <clears throat> uh, knowing that it's necessary to allow time, knowing that too much time, uh. It's not a good thing as well. Right. Being considerate of your partner. Yeah. In our relationship, he's the talker. And I'm the one who'd be like, yeah, I need time. And... I'm the one that say, if you feel like you need time, cool. I would like for you to come right back uh, within a certain time so so we can attack, attack this, you know what I mean, and then move on. Yeah. Because... If you don't give me a certain time and then you just want to take time, you know how my mind get. I'm extremist. So whenever you say I need time, I automatically think this is somebody that may want to break in marriage or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I I go all the way over there with it. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. So that's why we need rules for timing. Yeah. Um, I'll say for me. In the past, if I wasn't feeling something and I didn't feel like talking, it could be days. Mm-hmm. Not to say you get in a silent treatment, but you're not getting real conversation. Like you're going to get hit with the, hey, W-I-D, 
oh, okay, cool. You know what I mean? You're going to get a lot of dry conversation, but I'm not really talking. Um, I just wouldn't want to. A lot of times it's because I was just, I would call it processing, but I really was also not trying to think about the thing because I just wanted it to be gone. I don't want to talk it out. Mm-hmm. I just want for it to, you know, not exist. Mm-hmm. So now that that's not what I'm doing and we have to talk things through, I do still need time to process. I do need time to kind of think about what I want to say and, and how I want to say it. But it's not two days, three days. You know what I mean? It's not going to take that long. Um, I might Thank need God. a couple hours. I might say, Yo, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you later. But, um, you know, even the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Mm. Fix it that day. Like, mm. talk about it that day. Yeah, period, I, that day. Yeah, talk about it before, you know, it goes into the next day and then you're carrying it on. Just squash it. Simple. Even if it's just, you know, like I said, sometimes it takes more than one conversation. Even if it's just a preliminary conversation, the first time, the first Mm -hmm. go at it, talk about it the same day. Um, I think the first time we had like a disagreement or something was wrong, I, I let it drag on. And then after that, we talked about time and like, yeah, we can't let things go on that long. Yeah. It's not healthy. Um, and it just wastes time, too. It, it wastes time. It wastes time. It's not healthy. And once again, I'm going to reiterate, I'm not that guy. I can't. I can't. I don't like to do time. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I said, we date intentional. So I see you being my wife. And at the end of the day, I'm not I'm, I'm not about to have that dry conversation with my wife. No, you're going to talk to me. Time. You feel me? But you also can't demand that somebody no. talk to you when they when you want to talk. No, yeah, yeah. That's why I said it. it's cool for it's cool that that we do a a, a little time and process time and period. Right. But let it be a period, mm-hmm. and you're not just about to drag it out. And it's it's dope and it's a blessing that you recognize and realize that you need to um you need to address this rather than three four days on some I'm gonna just not think about it. No, because. We losing in 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 the midst of all of that. I think one thing that you said to me early on is like, "How are you gonna be in a marriage and you you know you living in a house with someone? Like, where are you gonna go? Yeah, where are you gonna go? How are you not gonna speak to this person? But I grew up in a household where you literally could live in the same house and not speak to someone, Mm-mm. and that was a way. That's how it was until the conversation happened. So like to me, that was normal. Like, what you mean? How can you live in a house with someone? I told him just like that. I see you. Hey. Mm-mm. Nah, but you want something to eat? Nah, cool. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I feel you, but the the crazy thing is, I'm gonna say two things because even you you saying that again, those those are my words. Right. And it, that that takes me right back to um, like yo, I'm not this 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 just the way that I I always thought and I still do a little bit. But I'm like yo, I'm not dating no little girl. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm not dating no little girl. Speak up. No know, know how to communicate. Um. Handle that, address that, move on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got heels on. I sneakers, shorty. You, you know what I mean? I agree with that, but when you say little girl, I don't know if everybody's going to know what you mean, but we talked about it last podcast. Dang, it seems like so long ago. Uh, one of them. All right. Well, just the fact of relating that to maturity. Yeah, maturity facts. I never related that to maturity because I'm like, how could my parents have been immature? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But parents aren't perfect. It's just the example that I had. And they were immature in that aspect. Like, you've grown. You need to be able to talk about things. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, ignore someone that you live with. You need to be able to talk stuff out. Um, 
So it's important. Don't let things drag out. Have a set time. I think that works for us. Like, And it might not be a set time for, you know, standard. Like, every single time I only need 30 minutes. Like, nah. Mm-hmm. I might need a couple hours. I'll talk to you later. I will talk to you before today's over. Period. Mm-hmm. It might just be that. But definitely don't let things go, you know, indefinitely without saying, like, this is when we're going to talk. True, true, true. Another thing I want to say about timing is knowing when to say stuff. Because one thing I was thinking about recently was like, you might have a problem with your spouse, but it might be small and it might Mm -hmm. happen often. And it might happen so often that if you said it every single time, it could be like nagging or bothersome and Mm -hmm. it could just turn into something that it doesn't need to be. So I was thinking about that, like timing of when to, when to have conversations is also important. Because it might, if I decide to have that conversation every single time, you might be like, dang, she's annoying. Like, why are you, why are you bringing that up all the time? Um, I think that's important. Like, you have to know when to have conversations. When's the right time to bring something up? Yeah. And a lot of times, um, going to God about that as well. Like, God, this is something that's on my mind, but I don't want to bring it up prematurely or, you know, I want you to... Create an opening for this conversation. Go to God. Because he does create all kinds of opportunities. And you'll know when you see it. Like, if I say, Lord, we need to talk about this, but I I don't know how to bring it up. Or I don't know how to start this conversation. All of a sudden, you'll be in a situation where it just flow into conversation mm-hmm. naturally. You'll be like, oh, look at that. Facts. Open door for me to have this conversation now. Big facts. So timing is important, too. Knowing when to talk about something. It's not always the right time to bring something up. Like... If I got a problem with you, but we on our way to dinner with the, some friends, yeah. probably not the time to bring it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to ruin the whole night. Read the room. Little funky time, mood. Timing is essential, shorty. Yes, very important. Yeah. I wanted to um, the timing is very important. I wanted to comment on, uh, you know, me being a very loving guy, mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna keep on using. Um, the high maintenance thing now. I'm going to keep using that. We're going to have to do a, a podcast about high maintenance. It's coming. That might be the next show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on using that because uh, I'm not one to... I'm not one to... I can't function... I can't function in a in a relationship where what, what you was just talking about, like what you saw mm-hmm. with the with the hey, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and just keep it moving... I can't function like that mm-hmm. because this is someone, this is my woman. Even though we got into a small little riff, I want to love on you. I mm-hmm. need that loving. And if I don't feel that loving, I feel rejected. Mm-hmm. You saw? so and, and then also, um, we shouldn't even, or we won't even be responding in that way. We'll, we'll always be figuring out a way to, to fix it or make it, make it work because we'll be going to the word and the word says not to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it says to address it and not to go to sleep on that. Yeah. This ain't no rollover minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> rollover minutes. It's not the rollovers. <laughs> you gotta use those today. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there's gonna be people that don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Thanks. All right, we're not even that old. Rollover minutes. Rollover minutes. You just killed me. <laughs> Dang. Show my age on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I'm an old school Don't do fool. that to oh. us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Rollover minutes. Yeah. What are minutes? <laughs> oh, yeah, what man, you what talking about? <laughs> Ten cent jobs. <laughs> oh, 
Straight up. <laughs> Back when you had the chirping, you'd be like, yo, don't call me, bro. You use my minutes. Call me after me. seven. You know what's up. Oh, yeah, the, the mobile mobile. <laughs> <laughs> some oh, of them was after nine. <laughs> yeah, some people had the after nine. I think it started after nine, then it went to after seven. Yeah. Depending on what service you had. Listen, you know better. Don't you dare call me from that house phone. <laughs> <laughs> You're using up all my minutes. I got to go. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's crazy. Call yourself having a long, deep conversation. Phone bill sky high. Bruh. <laughs> phone taking a minute. Yo. Lots of privileges. You probably don't. <laughs> you don't know how many times I had to ask to get the phone back on. <laughs> Going over that, y'all. Having a late night conversation with <laughs> Uh, pace of, you know what I mean? Walk around the crib 30 times, open the refrigerator 40 times. Come on. Ain't nothing changed. Nothing changed. <laughs> Lights still come on? All right, cool. <laughs> but so yeah. what you got to do on the weekend? Say no. Nah. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Seventh grade conversation. Get out of here. Word. But yeah, communication. So important we had to do a second podcast I wanted about to it. talk on one last thing on communication. Go ahead. What you want to say, babe? Honesty policy. Honesty. All right. Well, get into it. Honesty policy. Get into it. Listen, how important is it to you to be honest at all times? Honesty has taken on a whole, not say new meaning, but I think people in relationships want to have little caveats and little um, exceptions for when they're going to be honest and when Mm. they're not going to be honest. So let's think of like white lies. Like you get me something for Christmas and I'm like, oh, I love this, babe. And come to find out, no, I do not love this. Courtesy crap. Courtesy crap, which I thought is the funniest term. That's mm-hmm. that's a good one, baby. You got to coin that courtesy crap. Um, But it's a lie. At the end of the day, it's a lie. Yeah. It's always better to be honest with your partner because the more honest you are, the more you get to know your partner. Mm-hmm. Um. And even something as simple as that, like, if I lied to you about the first gift, now you think, okay, she likes this kind of stuff. Now, mm-hmm. here I go with a second, third gift that are like the first one. And I could have just stopped it from the beginning. Like, I don't really like this. Right. Not to hurt your feelings, but just to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, honesty is 100% important and it's necessary. And not just honesty when we feel like it, but honesty when it's hard. Um, sometimes it's hard to be honest with your partner. How do you feel? Um, after me saying, like, yo, I wanna, I want us to operate on strictly honesty policy, good, bad, all of that, honesty policy, period. I think for me, because at the end of the day, if it's not honesty policy, what is it? It's a lie. Lying. Period. And I think for I ain't me, no lies. If you lie, you still, you still, you kill. All right, Dad. <laughs> um, I think for me, I was one of those people who was cool with white lies if it would, if I felt like. It would spare your feelings. Mm. If I felt like the lie would make you feel better than the truth. And that's bad. That's a thing we learn to do, but it's not good. Mm -hmm. You need to be honest at all times, even when things are difficult. Mm -hmm. Lying, you got to keep up with lies, but you don't have to keep up with the truth. Truth isn't going to change. But the lies, you got to keep up with the lies. I'm somebody I can tell you about that. I used to lie somewhere, I'd be like... What did I really tell you? Yo... Listen, I don't went through years of being like, I forgot what I said. What was that story again? Oh, yeah, you're right. I did do that. Facts. <laughs> you get caught in a lot easy. <laughs> but but the whole thing is, yeah, you don't want to lie. You don't want to lie. 
Um, nothing good can come of lying. You might spare that person's feelings for a moment, but if it comes back around... It will come back around. It Most times it will come back around um, in one way or another. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to have to do anything that requires you to put energy towards the wrong things. Mm-hmm. It's better to just be honest. Put it out there and grow from it um, in, a, in a strong relationship. And it makes your relationship stronger, bro. Mm-hmm. To know that, yo, I give you the honest, raw truth all the time. I know I'm going to get nothing but 100% real from you. Mm-hmm. That gives you confidence in your relationship. If you know the person that you're you, with you will give you will give you courtesy crap, you might have doubt and trust issues and wonder if this person is telling you the truth or if they're trying to spare your feelings. Mm. You don't want to have to have that kind of doubt. You don't want to have to second guess your partner. You don't want to have to wonder if they're just being nice or if they really meant that. Facts. So, yeah. Honesty no. is 100% important. No courtesy crap. How I... does it feel for you being someone who used to lie a lot to being someone who is honest all the time now. It feels amazing. <laughs> Give us a little testimony. Uh, do you really want one? A little testimony from a reformed liar. Yeah, we want to know. You're funny. The people want to know. <laughs> I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> oh, now you're done with the podcast. Cut it. <laughs> 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 like, nah. But um, coming from coming from someone who is a, uh, I remember yo. I'm not gonna lie. What, what was it? Sixth grade. It's sixth grade. Sixth grade. I got a letter. You remember back in the day, people used to write the letters and, and fold them up into the little squares. Mm-hmm. I got a letter and, and somebody said, "You are a habitual liar." Sixth grade, they was using the words "habitual liar." They, she was eighth grade. Oh. Yeah, she was like, "You are a habitual liar." And people are just still stuck out to me to this day. <laughs> Man, this is the first time somebody it felt aggressive. <laughs> Somebody caught you in your mess. She said, you're a habitual liar. And I'm like, dang. It's the first time anybody ever called me that. But um, that was just a little side story. But um, I feel completely free after uh, being someone who lies so much and just um, living with the honesty policy now. Uh-huh. I feel completely free. Yeah. Um, I feel as though I have a clean slate. I feel as though my sheet, my rap sheet is always clean. Mm-hmm. I don't have to... Um, I don't have to worry. I don't have to uh, double back and double guess anything. I don't have to try to keep up with any stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's love. It's it's all love now, and I respect you more. I respect our relationship more. I respect you more by not lying at all. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I did feel you. It's love. What would you say to the current liars out there? Um, I'm a, I'm gonna hit you with an old school. <laughs> Do not hit me with if you lie, you steal, you oh, steal, you can't. Nah. <laughs> I'm not gonna hit you with that one. What you got for it? But if you lie, you still you still you will kill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna hit you with that one. I'm gonna hit you with the um. Anything that's done in the dark will come to the light. Facts. Mm. That's facts. I used to listen. I used to lie so much, and that little saying used to be in the back of my mind. To be like, yo, bro, at the end of the day. You gonna get caught, bro. And was it true? Hmm? And was it true? And no, no, excuse me. I wouldn't. Not at the end of the day, you are gonna get caught. At the end of the day, you're gonna have to. I used to tell myself at the end of the day, you, you got to pay for this, bro. Mm-hmm. And one way or another, I used to think it, it was gonna come with 
maybe if it didn't come uh directly through me, it may have come through my kid or somebody close to me. I'd be like, yo, some some way somehow somebody's gonna have to pay for these lies that you're putting in right now. Mm. I used to always think that lies have consequences, lies have repercussions, lies have ties. They're not just scot free. You can't just get away with Absolutely lying. Absolutely not. Even if you think it's a little lie. Like I said, something as small as saying you like a gift when you don't, mm-hmm. that could go on for years. Mm-hmm. What were we watching that thing on Black Love where the guy was like, for 20 years I was getting my wife all these kind of gifts and she don't even like those kind of things because okay. she would act like she liked it. They need to put us on Black Love, yo. We need to tag Black Love. Oh, we're going to tag them. They're trying to be on your show. We need to put us on there. Fly us out there to, to LA. They're going to think I'm going out there for Black Love. I'm going to try out for uh, Insecure. Stop. <laughs> He watched one episode. All right. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> That's lying. Uh, What's lying? Uh-huh. What's lying? I was saying I was going there for black love. I'm really going out there. Yeah, honesty policy. Practice uh-huh. what you preach, bro. Yeah, you right. Yeah. Baby, you look amazing. Thank you, friend. Practicing right now. Hey, let's wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. Don't make fun of my life. I love you, baby. Pray for the people. Hmm? I love it too. Pray for the people. Alright. Yeah, I mean, let's touch and agree. Let's, uh, let's, let's lock up. You feel me? Let's lock up. Mm-hmm. Let's lock up. Lock your hands with mine. What's up? Why are you so smiley? Go ahead. Why are you so smiley right now? <laughs> you got the late giggles? Come on. Alright. <sighs> Heavenly Father, thank you for the truth. Thank you for being the truth. Thank you for connecting my hands to the truth. Um, um, we ask that everyone that's listening to this podcast uh, get to take something away from it. We ask that uh, in tough situations, sticky situations, um, situations that they're confused about, that they come to you for answers, for guidance, yes, for um, for security, because uh, we know that you are not one of confusion. Yes, um, um, allow us to continue these practices within uh, our relationship right here. Um, allow us to uh, practice your word and for everything to be fruitful. Allow us to have a beneficial relationship, one that reflects you, one that people see, and one that people notice and recognize that that must be a godly relationship. Yes, mm, you're so fine, baby. Um, popcorn. <laughs> you're supposed to have your eyes closed. Sorry. <laughs> Father God, we thank you, Lord. <laughs> I thank you for the hands that I'm holding, God. I thank you that you placed them in my life. I thank you that you've given us this opportunity, Lord, um, to speak to people about what you've shown us. Um, thank you for this platform, God, for making it possible. Thank you for giving us a relationship worth talking about, Father mm-hmm. God. Um, not just with each other, God, but our relationship with you, Lord. It's the most important one. So we thank you. Um, and we pray that everybody gets to experience it as well, God. A relationship with you and a loving relationship that you've ordained for them, Father God. Uh, we just thank you in advance, Lord, that there are many godly relationships coming, God. Um, you're willing and ready to fulfill those relationships, to fulfill people's wants, God. And we just ask that they seek you, Lord, to fulfill those wants as well. So we thank you in advance, God. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Kiss me, love. Mm-hmm. I love you. Love you too, baby.